Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. Thank you for tuning in today. Yesterday, I started talking about wisdom and and sharing about how important it is to make great decisions, as, as always, and, and being a success. And when you get down to get back up again, I used a couple football coaches' analogies. Also, I used a quote from McGraw's book. It's very, very important in our lives that we uh, live the principles of wisdom. We can do all sorts of things, but when we turn our back on wisdom, then we're turning our back on what God wants uh, us to do. The book that, if you didn't listen yesterday, I referred to as Life Strategies by Phil McGraw and McGraw, and uh, I just, it has some really great things. I think I have another quote in it uh, for today's too, but would you pray with me? Our Heavenly Father, thank you for the day. Thank you for the listeners. I pray you'd bless their lives, open up doors for them. God, may we be people of wisdom. May we be people who take seriously the Word of God. Lord, I give you thanks and praise for being my Lord and my God in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, and I said that my last quote yesterday was from Lou Holtz. that said, the key to winning is choosing to do God's will and loving others with all you got. And I believe that. So what you need to do is this. Never claim defeat. Claim victory. Claim victory. As we all know, and we sing the, one of my favorite songs in church, and we sang it on the Sunday that I did this message, it's victory in Jesus. There's no other name to get victory. Only through Jesus. That's where true victory is found. In Dr. Phil's book, he says, People who win take purposeful, meaningful action. They don't just think about it. I must admit, I've been one of those over the years who have just thought about it and many times have taken no action. Oh, I had good intent. I had some good ideas. I thought these were great, but I didn't take action. So nothing ever got accomplished. Folks, let's challenge ourselves. Pastor Tom, let's challenge yourself. Okay, I will. Thank you. I'll talk to myself today. Take action. Let God's wisdom direct our lives. Let the Spirit of God direct our lives. Let God open doors that maybe have never been opened to do things that maybe have never been done. What kind of things can you do? What kind of things will you listen to? Will you be allowed? Will you allow God to direct you in your life? To tackle life's tough situations, we must understand the amazing grace of God. Understand His grace. God's favor is huge on our lives. If we take time to reflect on it, Solomon says in Proverbs 1.7, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Yes, fools despise wisdom instruction. People that don't want to listen. People that don't want to do what they know is right. People that don't want to challenge themselves to step out of the box. The Bible here, the word, the biblical word fear used in this text is intense respect. To have an intense respect for God. Having such a respect that it will lead you into action. When you respect the Lord, the knowledge has begun in your life. But when you, when you tr- uh, treat God like an alien, you are on a downward plight. He goes on to say fools despise wisdom and instruction. And boy, that's the truth. People don't want to be told what to do. If you're around somebody who doesn't want to be told what to do, they don't have any desire to grow because they want it their way. They don't want to have anybody else tell them what to do. They want it their way. Well, I'm just fine. I'm just going to continue to go the path I'm going. Well, that's a great example of what wisdom is not. 
Success begins with recognizing one's weaknesses and turning it around. And yes, every one of us has weaknesses. That means taking a step into, I call it the think tank, and examining your life and recognizing where you are weak and become strong. Work at becoming strong. Maybe you struggle with finances. Well, folks, then do something about it. Don't complain about it. Don't say, oh, I don't have anything to do something with. Do something about it. Meet with a financial counselor. So many people have gone through Financial Peace University in our church. Probably three to 400 people over the last few years have gone through that. It has changed their lives because they chose to do something about it. They chose to cut up their credit cards. They chose to live on, on cash. They chose to pay out their bills by the snowball, one small bill at a time. Folks, you can do that too. If you're struggling with that, if you're, you're weak in finances, do something about it. Maybe if you're weak in, in your attitude, find a friend. Find somebody that will help you, that will nurture you along the way, that will encourage you. I'm sure in your church you have plenty of people that would love to be your friend and come beside you. You know, I know my church is loaded with folks like that. And, you know, I love to see them in small group. And they get to help each other. And you watch these people uh, just encourage each other. It's awesome. It's just exactly what Acts 2 is talking about. Coming together as a body of Christ, helping each other. Move past those things that are struggles. Man, using God's wisdom. David says in Psalm 73, 26, My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. God is the strength of my heart. He is my portion. He is what I need. My flesh will uh, fail. My life on human effort will ha fail. But when God is for me, who can be against me? Paul even says that in Romans. David recognized that life wouldn't be easy, but God would see him through. And life wasn't easy for, for David. I mean, David had some real struggles, man. I'm telling you what. You know, when he went and slayed Goliath, and then everybody else, it was kind of a strange scenario there because he was a guy that wasn't supposed to be the strong guy, but he counted on God. I'm sure he went through some ridicule because he made the rest of them look bad because everybody else didn't have that faith to believe. You know, we know we're going to go through trials. We're going to go through life. David had to run from Saul. David had all sorts of issues he had to deal with. David sinned before God, but what he did was he got back up on his feet and God forgave him, and he pressed on. People, if you're going through trials, if you're going through something right now, don't give up. Don't give up. Say it's too late. It's not too late. You've got your life ahead of you. Our failures are often steps on the ladder of growth. In life, we take one step at a time. I can tell you this. If I had to try to jump up two steps on a ladder, I'll guarantee you I'll end up flat on my back which seems to be my favorite position in the last couple of years from falling and this and that. I don't want to be on my back. I want to take one step at a time. When I'm in a place that has different levels of steps, I watch it very close. Years ago, we went to Thailand, and we stayed with some people in, in somebody's house. And I tell you, they must have had three layers of levels in their house. They were all like a half step down. And no matter what, even though all week long, I knew that half a step was there. I would step on it and, man, I about pull my back out, even though I would knew it was there. But you start looking where you're going and taking one step at a time and let that growth see you through to the next time. 
to the Philippians, Paul gave them some good advice in this subject also. Philippians 1, 6, he said, Being confident of this, that he who began a good work will carry it out to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Until the day Jesus appears to us, he will continue to carry us through. If you have faith, if you allow his wisdom to direct your paths, live with the pressing on mentality. Press on to the high calling of God. Let nothing detour you from being everything God wants you to be. Let nothing impede your spiritual growth. Like McGraw said early in the message, stop making excuses and start making results. People like to blame somebody for not growing in the Lord. Some people blame their parents. Oh, if you'd only brought me to church more. Some people blame their spouses. If you'd allowed me to do this or that. Some people blame their pastors and their churches. I'm not growing because I'm not, you're not teaching me this or that. Well, I've got news for every one of you. Every one of you has access to God's holy living manual. It's called the Bible, God's holy word. You can open that and you can grow. I hope I teach people and people grow uh, some from my teaching, but I can tell you this, they need to grow with their personal relationship with God. Some people want to come and they want you to spoon feed them. Actually, they want you to get the baby bottle out and put milk in it and so they can drink it comfortably. It's time to get serious about our walk with God. It's time to take it on ourselves and not use excuses that it's everybody else's fault because it's not everybody else's fault. You know, God wants you to live uh, with joy and peace and know that he will direct your path and he will lead you into the path of righteousness. He will guide your heart and your mind. He's got you in his corner. He's ready for you to move forward, but he wants you to have, be willing to do that. He wants you to step out. He doesn't want you to try to have to rely on everybody else, but to rely on God. It's nice to have other people to help you along the road. I agree with that, but we need to rely on God. He's, Paul says this in Philippians three twelve through 14. Not that I've already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, I forget what's behind and I strain for what's ahead. You know, folks, that's it. That is it right there. Paul said he presses on towards the goal. He just keeps going. Even though there's difficult things, even though there's things in his way, he pressed on. I like what he says. Forget what's behind. Forget those stumbling blocks that you've had to trip over and move forward. Forget about the bad choices you've made and continue to blame yourself for. Get through that. Stop dwelling on that. Pray. Uh, choose to press on to his high calling and spend your forever with him. Failures prove how much we need God because we've all failed. The Bible said we've all come short of the glory of God. We all need him. Overcoming means we have recognized our need for God and we have responded. People of God today responded. Have you responded to God's wisdom in your life? Let's begin the wisdom journey today. Let's begin allowing God to work in our lives today. God has great things in store for you. I believe it, and I'm counting on Him to help you. Lord bless you. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 
3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.